sometimes as enablers of change, we just need a few more ideas to help us plan, design and run our activities. Where did John and I go when we want more resources and ideas for facilitating? Well, here's five we've found useful. In previous episodes, we've given you our top five journals, journal articles, blogs and podcasts. These resources aren't any of those and so are a bit of an eclectic mix around facilitation and running small groups. But Denise, I think they're all useful. Definitely, John. The first resource we want to highlight is an e-learning module about small group learning. I was part of the team that developed this, so I may be biased, but it's a useful overview and refresher on connecting, forming and running small groups. It's based on our experiences with the Red Meat Profit Partnership Action Network project, a small group based extension program. So you'll find a few videos in the module that feature an action group or two. It's useful if you're just starting out with small groups or you want to remind yourself of what's important when facilitating or getting involved in a small group for extension. Well done, Denise. I've had a look at that and found it really useful. The second resource is a way to reflect on past events and then categorize our thoughts about it. As a horticulturist, I like this analogy. It's the rose, thorn and bud method. The way you can use it is to ask the participants in your group to think back about a particular event and invite them to jot down their thoughts under three headings. The first is called rose and is symbolic of the successes or highlights. The next heading is thorn and relates to those items that were challenging or didn't work quite so well. The third and final category is bud, which relates to new ideas that have emerged or something to look forward to. The Mindful Schools program has created a simple one-page handout that you can download for free. That's a cool one, John. Um, the third resource is the Peer-to-Peer -peer Learning Startup Kit. I had the pleasure of developing this with Jeanette Long for the Queensland Department of Agriculture and Fisheries. It'll be used by people working in the Enhanced Extension Coordination in the Great Barrier Reef Project, um, which is funded by the Queensland Government Reef Water Quality Program. Um, so again, John, I might be biased, but it does give a great overview of peer-to-peer -peer learning, why you'd use a peer-to-peer -peer learning group and what makes a good facilitator and outlines the steps involved in setting up a peer-to-peer -peer learning group. Uh, there's also links to other great resources, as well as some tips and ideas for managing common challenges. Peer-to-peer -peer learning is a highly effective approach, so that's a great resource, Denise. The fourth resource is a palette of possibilities for environmental action projects, written by our friend Les Robinson and a team from the Australian Association for Environmental Education. It's invaluable if you want to get some details on how to design effective action projects. It starts with an overview of human-centred research and then offers a bunch of different strategies as well as some great ideas about field testing and reflection. It was funded by the New South Wales Government through the New South Wales Environment Trust. It's easy to follow and has a huge range of options to explore. Um, and so to the final resource, John, uh, this is from Viv McWaters and it's another booklet called Bring Your Meetings to Life, 
a guide to, for community groups. Uh, this is a great overview for anyone involved in running meetings for community groups, but the ideas will be useful for any meeting. <laughs> There's an overview of the different types of meetings, some tips for how to bring your meetings to life, um, and then a huge section that provides a range of participatory group processes you can use. Ah, yes. And Denise, I remember attending a workshop with you in Melbourne a few years ago where Viv sh shared some of her wonderful facilitation wisdom with us. And this booklet is a great resource. Well, folks, this has been a short episode, but hopefully a useful one for you, where we've highlighted some resources that we think should be in any Enablers of Change toolkit. And now you've heard our thoughts, so we'd like to hear yours. Add a comment below the blog post and tell us about any other great resources that are part of your toolkit. We don't want this just to be a one-way conversation. Join in by sharing your thoughts and ideas with us. If you found this episode useful, then please share it with a friend or colleague. Uh, and remember to subscribe when, to our newsletter if you'd like to know when new episodes are available. All the best until we meet again.